I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. All right, and welcome to the totally inappropriate radio show here on the Skyhawk After Dark Network. And everybody. If if you've listened to us before, oh Jesus! I thought you weren't going to go into the spiel again. Welcome back. We're glad to see you again. See our listeners get an extra greeting. But if you are brand new to our show, and for some weird, weird fucked up reason, you don't know who the fuck I am. My name is Kimber Haven, <clears throat> and I am a living legend and the greatest thing they ever lived, really, basically. That's what so I was waiting that, that for. That kind of sums it up in a nutshell. I, I have to keep my description short, so it's just like greatest. Okay, so who do I got to okay, my Trump. right? Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I have a computer back. It's Lexus Steel. <laughs> Very sick and nauseated Lexus. Oh too. no! Oh no! That's just because of her intro. Oh! Oh! oh. Fuck you! <laughs> All right, who do you got over there in the the fucking producer chair? Well, I'm the producer because I'm obviously the most important person on this well, radio show. Well, Raven rocks. Technically, Jesus Christ! Somebody <laughs> save me, please! Somebody save me! Did you send our tweet, Raven? Yes, I did okay. send our tweet. Uh, technically, uh, I mean, you are in the producer chair. This is true. Yes. So if I want to mute you, it's very easy. H- however, I mean, Lexus is kind of like the producer of the show. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you're in the producer chair. I'll, yes, you're running the board, but Lexus is kind of the producer. Oh, I guess I should bring up our new website. Do you say we have a new website? No, we don't have a new website. What we do have, what we do, however, is um, we get asked a lot, how can we watch or listen to the show um, when it's not live? And uh, we have added um, the Spotify link, and we've also added the iTunes. Uh, iTunes is not um, active yet. I just put it there as a placeholder, but... If you have Spotify and you want to listen to the shows but can't listen live, all you have to do now is go to the website, TIRadioshow.com, <laughs> and uh, scroll down to just above our live chat, and there's two links there. I don't know. That just sounds like a shameless plug to me. Why shouldn't we plug our websites <laughs> and radio show? Okay, girls. So, uh, how's your week been? How's your week been? Busy. Busy with day job shit. Oh, boring shit. Yeah, yeah. really boring Did shit. Did you happen to catch the uh, halftime show? No, <laughs> didn't care. The Republicans did. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't like it. <laughs> I they, liked it. They, they said that they literally, one, one of the Republican us came out and tweeted and said he would have preferred seeing Ted Nugent, Kid Rock, 
and Lee, of course they would. And Lee Greenwood, which I probably you don't even know. Lee Greenwood did, uh, and I'm proud to be an American. Yeah, he's some kind of like fucking Christian singer yeah. or some shit. And and, the, and he said he said I would have preferred hearing them over these thugs. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the racism is completely out there. What, I what's mean, funny? Open. What's funny is they talk about. Republicans in general will talk about how lazy black people are and they just black people and brown people do nothing but mooch off society. But I guarantee either one of those two, their net worth is probably double or triple whoever said that. And I always thought that Snoop transcended racism. I mean, who doesn't like Snoop? Who the fuck? What kind of an asshole do you got to be to go Snoop Dogg? I think he's an asshole. No, Snoop Dogg is like the coolest, most laid back, chill, fun, funny, nice guy. Every fucking interview I have ever seen Snoop do or any interaction with his fans, he is cool as fuck. You're just saying that because you're you're weed smoking homies well he's he's one of the few black guys i wouldn't fuck because i think he's gangly and ugly as fuck no no he's not attractive but god damn dr hey. dre been pumping at hey. the gym <laughs> his money's not though yeah i'm sure his weed is not either i mean i i'd hook up with him because he's fucking snoop Dogg. duh but dr dre is my preference did you ever see that late night um it was one of the late night shows where they had Matthew McConaughey on with Snoop Dogg talking about some movie they were in together and all Snoop right, Dogg. All right, all right. They were supposed to smoke weed during the scene. Oh, that must have been but, epic. But it was supposed to be fake weed on set, but Snoop Dogg switched it out and got Matthew McConaughey high as fuck on set. You know, th- that's just, <laughs> that, that's like a badge of honor that he got Matthew McConaughey high. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was watching an interview with Arnold the other day, and uh, he was saying that him and Danny DeVito constantly pull pranks on each other. <laughs> and you know how they're always smoking cigars? Yeah. Well, Danny DeVito put weed in his cigar. Oh, no. Right before a scene. And he says, he goes out in the scene, and he's like, I forgot everything. I didn't know what I was supposed to say. I didn't know where we left off. He's like, I felt like such a jackass. And then he comes and tells me, he's just laughing his ass off. And he comes and tells me, hey, I put weed in there. Danny DeVito seems to be like the kind of guy that would be a great fun friend. He would just, yeah. he has the greatest sense of humor. I mean, the guy is in his 70s. And every time I watch Sonny in Philadelphia, I'm thinking, I love this man. Yeah, This man will literally do anything for a laugh. He is so fucking <laughs> funny. His character, I always thought Danny DeVito was entertaining and funny all the way back from Taxi. But Jesus Christ, his character, Frank, on Sunny in Philadelphia, he reached his peak <laughs> with this one. He just goes over the top. I love that show. We still have an entire season to when watch. He, when he crawls out on national fucking TV covered in KY jelly, completely naked from a couch. <laughs> And starts crawling all across the floor, completely 100% naked, covered in goo, just for a laugh. He doesn't give no fucks. I love that. I've never watched that show. Oh, my God. You're missing out. Sunny is <laughs> such a great show. Okay. So, think about friends, right? Really fucked up friends. But their, their job is to make it seem like... They're friends, even though they always fuck each other over. They try and fuck each other over as much as possible. Basically, it's, it's friends if you were friends with the most awful human beings <laughs> on earth. 
And it's like each character is just as awful as the other in a different way. I I have watched one episode where they all went to the zoo. Does that ring a bell? No. They all went to the zoo and they were fucking each other over at the zoo. Was that when they're texting? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's this one episode. First of all, they call him Mac, but his name is Ronald McDonald. (laughs) And Mac, he's trying to promote this bike that he's selling, okay? This bike... First of all, it's as you this, pedal, it has a fisting toy that keeps coming. Oh out my god! And hit it right to your butt as you pedal, and they're like, "Dude, that's like the gayest thing ever." And he's like, "No, man, it's a motivational bike. See, every time I want to sit down and take it easy, punches me right in the ass, tells me keep going." <laughs> and they're just watching him use this thing. They're like, "Dude, that is, <laughs> no, no." There's this underlying joke that he's gay, and one season. He thinks it would be funny to gain as much weight as possible. So he gains 50 fucking pounds. He became this pounds. huge fat pig. Yeah. And did he in real life yes. or did they just put him in a fat No, suit? in real life. In real oh, life. my God. And then uh, over one season, he did this. as He wanted the whole joke the whole season to be how fucking fat he was. So he got really, really fat on purpose. But then the next season, he wanted to fuck with the audience. So as soon as the season wrapped, he started hitting the fucking gym. He got more fucking ripped and cut than I've ever seen a human being. He looked like a Greek fucking god. He came back the next season, and then he was all buff. And then it was all about the fact that he had completely changed his body, and none of his friends cared. They they didn't even notice. They're like, you were fat? He's like, dude, look at the weight I've lost. Look how chiseled my abs are. He's like... What, what are you talking about? You lost weight? <laughs> and it was, the, the joke was, he was a big fat tub of lard. They made fun of him for being a big fat tub of lard. But by the next season, when he loses it all, he wants them to be proud of him. They don't even remember it happening. Because <laughs> they're pieces of shit, friends. And it's just, it's the funniest fucking show. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, God. What token they... put uh, the, the Randy Marsh. Uh, is that what that is? That one, one of them goes into your mouth. And fucks your mouth, yes. and the other one goes in oh your my ass and God. fucks your ass. But that's the only way you can work it. But everybody wants one because it's cool. So they they go through the uh, installation process, and it's funny because in South Park it shows here's how it works. And he gets in the position, he's like, oh, no, it, it slowly comes up and inserts it to his rectum. Oh, so then as he's going down the street running it is like fucking his mouth and ass at the same time you haven't watched that South no Park i don't think i've seen oh my that God, one that was, that was a fucking classic see rodney knows what it is he's giving it a thumbs up <laughs> he knows what that fucking or, or did you ever see the you know those big rubber balls that used to have the handle on that used to bounce yeah on? did you ever see the south park episode where his balls get testicular oh cancer oh my god no <laughs> and he they get huge and he can't even get them through a door so he ends up using them like a bouncy ball first so of all i ball. have seen that first one of all, yes. he gives himself cancer because he wants the med- the medical marijuana yeah so then all the dudes start doing it oh god and they all start bouncing around on their balls <laughs> And the thing is, you get to see their big hairy nut sacks. And with this machine, you get to see it insert into his rectum and mouth and face fuck him and ass fuck him at the same time. Now, how the fuck do these... Fucking South Park. Yeah, but how do they get away with it? I mean, in this hypersensitive fucking culture, they keep getting away with shit that we get everybody else on the earth canceled. Well, it's... They just do what you do. Which is... They don't give no fucks and say whatever they want, and they don't care. Here's what I here's my theory on it. 
Here's why I think humanity is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're posting the pictures of the. Here's why I think humanity is fucking stupid. Because I think that the way people view it is if they view you as a normal person and you do something fucked up, they put you to the coals. Oh, but yeah. If they think, oh, this is just who you are, who you've always been, and what you do, they expect that well, shit. part. Prime example Charlie Sheen. Ragged Charlie butt. Sheen is one Ragged of the biggest butt. piece of shits in the world, but everybody expects that butt. from him. Winner! Winner! Yeah, they all expect it from him, so nobody goes after Charlie Sheen because they're like, well, that's Charlie Sheen. Poor Charlie Sheen, because <laughs> I, I, I was watching this interview. Hasn't he fucked a tranny? Uh, yeah, many. Um, <laughs> in fact, one of them reportedly gave him HIV. I hate to call out my own people, but according to the stories I've read, it was Mariana Cordoba. Who's now dead from HIV? So I'll yeah, but but the one with the epically huge dick. But let let's be fair here. Men don't like to wrap their shit. No, of course not. So it's not totally whoever gave it to him's fault. You know, I have the shit too, and I I get it. Because I don't like wrapping mine either. I do it because I don't want to die, but I would prefer not to. Uh, so I prefer talent testing shoots just simply because I work better without protection. But here's the thing. Charlie Sheen came out. It was like Dr. Phil or something. It was going to make his big revelation that it was HIV positive. And I was cracking up. I know it's a mournful <laughs> thing and everything. But when he said it, the audience was quiet. <laughs> because it's like they were not shocked it's like he was stating the obvious he's like just to let you know yes i have hiv and the whole audience was like yeah you're, you're fucking charlie sheen I, I mean please do not take up the next half hour telling us all the sexual diseases you are carrying you petri dish of a man you I mean, nobody was shocked. It was like the the whole show well, was about him unveiling this, but like everybody's like, yeah, yeah. He yeah. he Didn't constantly looks like he just came off of like a seven day bender all the time. Winning. See, to me, that that was exactly how I felt about Ricky Martin when he came out. I'm like, duh. <laughs> yeah, like everybody's shocked. Like Ricky Martin's gay. Oh, no, he was just li living La Vida Loca. Well, yeah, with a Puerto Rican dude, Puerto Rican so houseboy. I came across the song the other day. Hadn't heard it in, in a while. I love the song, though. So I sent it to my mom. My mom's like, you've never heard that before? I'm like, mom, this came out when you were like 13. Why is it still an issue? Lola. Oh, dude. From the Kinks. Yeah, you didn't know about that? Song? No, but it came out in 1970. Yeah. So they're talking about, you know, either a cross-dresser or a trans person in 1970, but then people act like they've just never heard of us before until, like, the 90s. And it's like, this fucking song came out in 1970. What did your bitch cunt mother say? <clears throat> she didn't say anything about the, con <laughs> the context of the song. About being a cunt? She was just like, oh, you've never heard that before? And I'm like, yeah, I've heard it many times. I was, I didn't say this, but I wanted to so bad. I was like, you know, yeah, 
I've heard it many times and, you know, you shouldn't be such a fucking bitch about it <laughs> because this shit came out when you were 13 years old. It's like, and she's like, oh, you've never heard it. So I'm like, obviously you have. Piss me off. <laughs> fucking mom. <laughs> fucking mom. So do you think, well, we have black guys. We have black guys in the room. So uh, let me, let me. Let me ask them this. And also you girls, because I know you're not going to give me the black perspective, but we have people listening that will. And I'm always wanting to learn. So I'm curious if Tyler Perry movies are for black people, like Transformers movies are to white people. Meaning they make tons of money and everybody goes see them, but you can't figure out why. You can't figure the appeal. You know, you're like a white person going, why do all whiteies want to see Transformers movies? I'm wondering if black people go, God damn, why do all black people keep going to seeing fucking Medea movies? What the fuck? How are these things I, making money? I think I, I know I watched the first one. I might have watched the second one. But after that, he's made like 14 I, of them. I have not watched any Medea movies. I did watch Diary of a, Black, a Mad Black Woman. And she was in there, but it wasn't a Madea movie. Yeah, I just, I can't handle it. Okay, here's what Madea is. It is, uh, uh, the movie is the same all the time. It is basically <laughs> yes. the clumps. Is Eddie Murphy being the clumps. And you know how obnoxious that was? The movie, The Clumps. I've never seen it. It's horrible. It's obnoxious. Now, you know that little people he's... He's uh, doing the dinner with where he plays all the different characters. Hickey's, yeah. Hickey's. Yeah. Imagine a, a movie of nothing but them <laughs> doing that obnoxious shit nonstop for an hour and a you fucking know, half. I, you know, I don't know if our, our black viewers that are in chat will agree with me or not, but it almost seems like Medea movies are made for lame-ass white people. Uh, yeah, I would. Okay. I would. Token, token uh, chimes in and says, I don't watch Tyler Perry movies. They are the same, even the <laughs> serious ones. Exactly. Just like Transformers. Every fucking whitey ass fucking Transformers movie is the exact same fucking movie. Medea, I think, is the black Transformers. It, <laughs> it's like, why? Why are people flocking to see this garbage that is just the same garbage? They they got tricked by it once. They watched it and said, wow, this is kind of garbage. And then the sequel comes out and they're like, oh, I want to see some more garbage. Yeah, I, I can't watch the Medea movies. I just... Just like yeah. Crazy Rich Asians was for white people? Why I'm, would that... First of all, I never watched that neither movie. Neither have I. I haven't either. Okay, that that's two white people in a, a wet back that says... They oh, Jesus. It. A puddle jumper over here. A burrito maker. You're the one always making the burritos. A landscaper. That's true. I love you, though. Fuck I you. No. I, I love landscapers. That's that's why I married oh. one. Fuck you. <laughs> but, now, I mean. You know why I married which, a white person? Because I thought they'd be rich. What? Uh, oh. Uh, crazy rich <laughs> Asians. Why would white people like a movie about crazy rich Asians? We'd be like, oh, we're white. We got to take their shit. Oh, here we, we go again. Asians. You missed this last week, and I was high, so I couldn't stop fucking laughing. She went off on this tirade about true. white people taking other people's shit. That's what Putin's doing. <laughs> He's a white person. He wants his shit. Okay, now speaking of Putin. Now, I, I, I am no stranger to controversy. <laughs> you? Or, yeah, or, or offending people. However... 
I want to be on record by saying I kind of agree with Putin with Ukraine. I think he's got a point. Okay, so here's the whole deal for our listeners. There's no reason we should even be dealing with Ukraine. It's a big dick contest. I totally should have married a Jewish person. <laughs> Putin, the, the Ukraine <laughs> used to be part of Russia. After the fall of Russia, it broke off and became its own thing. But Putin wants his shit back. And he wants his fucking country to be united again and wants to take it back. It used to belong to Russia until it broke off. Now, here's what I, I, but people don't know. They don't know why we're even concerned about it. Well, let me explain why the United States is not heroes trying to save Ukraine. We are doing it for our own interest. Because Ukraine ran to us because they were scared of Russia. And they said, be our friends, be our friends, have our back, and we be good to you. They wanted an alliance with the United States of America because it would allow the United States of America to have an ally that was on the border of their enemy, Russia, and be able to place military hardware there. It was strategic where they could be at the Russian border, and Putin's like, fuck you. You ain't, put, you ain't pulling this Germany military base, Japanese military base around me. No, you come to my fucking borders with the United States military, it's on like Donkey Kong, motherfuckers. So Putin's basically trying to prevent the United States from putting... Uh, troops in the ukraine because they're our ally and i i it's like would we tolerate that from canada or mexico fuck no if they were they were surma uh, uh surmassing fucking military forces on our border we'd be like dude let's fucking nuke them now i mean it's just like we we take their shit and now the united states wants to take ukraine they don't want don't Kid yourself. They don't want it to stay in Ukraine hands. They want to maintain control over it. White people, including Joe Biden, think Ukraine is theirs. Putin says, it's not yours. It's actually mine. <laughs> it's mine. It was my shit. You took it. And now I want my shit back. So this is a big dick contest because Putin says, I want my shit back. And then the United States says, you can't have it back. No take backsies. And now they're in a big dick contest where Biden won't back down because it makes him look weak and Putin won't back down because it makes him look weak. So they're just beating the shit out of each other with each other's dick right now. They're doing the Schwartz. They're fucking coming at each other. Your Schwartz is as big as mine. I see your Schwartz is as big <laughs> as mine. Right now their Schwartz dicks are all tied up. That's the analogy. That, that's really what's going on. We shouldn't be there in the first place, but we have a vested interest and um, we want the shit. We want to take the shit and Putin wants to take the shit. The only losers in this situation are the Ukrainians because everybody wants their shit. <laughs> now we've got the two superpowers fighting over the Ukrainian shit. How does it feel to be a Ukrainian? Just like, God damn, whoever wins is going to own me. Do I want to be owned by America? I've seen how that goes in the past. <laughs> or do I want oh, to be geez. owned by Russia? But either way, they go to be bitches. Ukrainians, if you're listening, I just want you to know, you are going to be somebody's bitch. You could be the United States bitch, or you could be Russia's bitch, but you ain't nothing but a bitch at this point, and people are fighting over your country. They don't care that you're in it. They're going to take it. You know... <clears throat> I heard something years ago about Ukraine, and it's always stuck with me. I worked at a place, and there was a guy there who was working there who was here in the U.S. on a visa from the Ukraine. And he was telling me in the Ukraine, like, 
in Russia. No, no. Say, you know, we all wanted to live together. You can actually finance a house as a group. Like he was telling me that like his grandparents, his parents and his siblings and all their spouses and kids all lived in the same gigantic house because they allowed the parents and grandparents and kids to all be on like the note. So they were able to get a gigantic house because they pooled their money. I don't know. It always just stuck with me. In Russia, <laughs> you don't buy house. House buys you. Can you imagine during our day growing up, we had a comedian named Yakov Shmiranov. That was literally the quality of his material. That's all he would do. He says, oh, in <laughs> Russia, you do this, but we do the same thing, but I'm going to mix up the words. And, <laughs> and I have comedy career. Yay, me. And I have goofy name. Well, I mean, Borat I mean, did that. It's probably not goofy to him. Yakov. Russians. Russians yeah. Yakov. Have you ever heard any other Russian ever named Yakov well, I don't Smirnoff? Know, I don't know any Russians. Okay, Smirnoff <clears throat> is okay because it's like a vodka name, you know. But Yakov, you're named after a goddamn water buffalo? I mean, come on now. <laughs> Dude, that's just sad. It's a horrible name. But, you know... Every, well, I've seen or I've heard some horrible names here in the United States, too, though. You know, every American in our day could say Arnold Schwarzenegger, could say Yakov Smirnoff. But for some reason, kids today, they can't even pronounce Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> They're like, you know, Zach, go, you know, that dude, the fat dude with beard hangover. <laughs> we could learn Yakov Smirnoff. They can't learn Galifianakis? It's like, dude, you think that's tough? We used to have unfunny Russian comedians in our day. <laughs> hey, maybe I can say it, but talk about spelling it. Um, I have a, a customer site, and one of the people there that I deal with regularly, her last name is Carathanasis. And Jesus Christ, it's horrible to spell. It, it's horrible. All righty then. <laughs> hey, at least I'm not stoned and sitting over here saying nothing. Yeah, he's putting Yakov. I'm just wondering if Yakov Smirnov is like, you know, in Mother Russia, I considered funny, but, but in America, I'm not. Ha ha ha. But was he even Russian or was he just some comedian I mean, that adopted he, he, an accent? He was actually really Russian. Is that any different than here's your sign? Here's your sign. Or you might be a redneck. If your house has wheels, you might be a redneck. Well, I mean, Larry the Cable Guy. I mean, every one of his comedy specials was exactly the same. That's a good joke same. right there. I don't care who you is. That's yeah. a good joke right there. I, I, I don't. How did he say that? You know, his high point came with Maynard and Cars. That was it for him. <laughs> Where else can that act go? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you're a fucking inbred fat hillbilly that went on Nutrisystem now, and now you're a skinny hillbilly. Is he hillbilly. skinny? Well, not really well, skinny. More see, normal. He's not even Southern. I, I watched a, a documentary or something about him years ago, and he's from like fucking Michigan or something. He's not even from the South. I neither is Miss McConnell, but he's our senator. He doesn't even fucking live here. 
<laughs> I mean, he, he fucking didn't grow up in Kentucky representing Kentuckians. Fuck you. No. Mitch McConnell's from some well, Republican area. I, I've never that, seen never seen that chin on anybody else in Kentucky. So That's how he gets his uh his groggle sound. <laughs> it's his his neck pouch. It's like a bullfrog pouch. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking of that. Do you do you think when he's that. when he's scared it gets really big to like scare people? <laughs> Maybe off? it puffs up like one of those dinosaurs <laughs> from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Nebraska. Oh, yeah. I've never been to that state, and I don't want to. Yakov was born in Odessa, Ukraine. Oh, he's fucked. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what, Yakov? Your family is now either United States or Putin's bitch, but it is going to happen. Who do you want to be the bitch of? Oh, that explains a lot. Now, you would think, you would think that people would honestly say, Oh, I've been say, there. I want to be the United States bitch over Russia's bitch. But you know what? Ask a black guy. Ask a black <laughs> guy what it's like to be America's well, bitch. Well, they don't like trannies over in Russia either. That shit's like outlawed over right, there. That's death sentence. But fucking black people in this fucking country have been treated like America's bitch for fucking ever. And they still, and the fucking whiteies are still getting away with this shit. Yeah, it's getting worse. How can they be so blatant fucking racist and burning books that even mention a black person? Or burning or, books that mention the Holocaust and, you know, Germany in World War II. Or fucking chasing down your FedEx guy because he's black. Oh, I saw that. All right, well, tell me about that story. You don't know about that? I missed it. <laughs> These, this FedEx guy is just doing his job, driving a FedEx truck, delivers a package to the address that was on the package. Next thing he knows, he's being chased by father and son duo and being shot at. Didn't we do this with the Mod Aubrey? Well, what happened was the son started chasing him. So he turned around and was getting the fuck out. And uh, the father walked into the middle of the road, like with his hand up to make him stop, but he noticed he had a gun. So he swerved to go around him, and the father shot at the FedEx truck. He was obviously in a FedEx truck wearing a FedEx uniform. No, he was in a FedEx uniform, but he was in a rider rental because... It was around the holidays. Yeah. But black people shouldn't be in their neighborhood, so, you know, anything they're doing is suspect. I hate white people. Like, I I just saw, it was like police body cam videos of this guy who, same thing, was delivering newspapers at like three in the morning. And somebody decided he didn't didn't belong in their neighborhood. So he's like following this dude, calls the cops. The cops stop him. And he's like, I was just trying to get away from this dude because he's following me. But they're giving the black guy more shit than they are the white dude who was Don't fucking chasing him down. Because Kimber yeah. shared a video with me. And uh, I was not happy. Let's talk about that. Because white people have, have been 
the uh, pieces of shit since the beginning of time. Most of the world's problems is because of fucking white people. Pretty much. And I fucking hate white people, and which is going to be funny to some listeners because they don't know me. They've never seen me, so they don't know that I'm white. <laughs> 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 but uh, I, I have learned to fucking hate my own people with what they do. And um, well, I saw, I see this video. It's viral, and a lot of our listeners have probably seen it. Is when these two teenagers get into a fight. Okay. And there's a black teenager who is only 14. And there is a white teenager who is bullying the younger kids. And he's 17. Okay. Now he starts putting his finger in the 14 year old black kid's face. You don't fucking do that as a white person. You're going to get your ass kicked. But he did it anyway. So then the black kid pushes his finger away and says, don't. Put your finger in my face. The white kid's next reaction is to physically push him with both hands on the chest. Then it goes down. This 14-year-old black kid beats the living shit (laughs) out of this 17-year-old white fucking piece of shit that deserved the ass whooping. The cops show up and immediately pull them apart, set the white boy down on the couch, tell him to calm down and relax, and then they proceed to throw the black kid down the ground, face first, cuff him, put their knees on the 14-year-old back. Not just one knee, two fucking knees. Completely ignore the white child after they carefully put him on the couch and tell him to relax. Then the white kid is standing up, watching it all, looking all smug. (laughs) It's just, oh my fucking God. I fucking hate cops and cops are just the brute squad for white people to use against brown people and people that are non-straight. That's all they are. They're just, well, the I mean, tool, the, the fucking white people against everybody else. They're, they're, they're so fucking brazen now that you get people that will, because they're uncomfortable around a black person, will call the cops and say that they're, you know, assaulting them just to try to get the cops to show up. So what, I mean, do you expect any different? What do you girls think about the Republican party? The Republican National Party coming out and stating that uh, they this is what they believe in. The entire party, as a joint, believe that the insurrection is false. It was a hoax, and it was simply peaceful political discourse. The RNC came out with a statement saying that the insurrection basically didn't happen. It was well, peaceful political discourse. I think we feel the same way every other news outlet other than Fox News thinks about that. How? But we have two parties in this country. We have millions of people that belong to this other party. Millions of people. And they are backing the insurrection they are pro-insurrection party. How can we have an American political party trying to run for office that's pro-overthrowing the government? You, that's fucking dangerous. I mean, we have a terrorist organization that are literally the second political party. We have the politicians and we have the terrorists. Mm-hmm. That's our choice. Do you want the politicians that are actually trying to pass bills or do you want oh, the fucking terrorists? Speaking of that, did you see... That, um, um, what's his name? Sean Hannity was told, do not delete any of your text messages or emails. We're going to be coming to talk to you. Apparently, he had extensive um, conversations with the attorney general and the Trump group So, so leading up to the insurrection. So did Laura Ingram. 
She has text messages going to the administration. So has Tucker Carlson. It has been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that Fox News the whole time was completely linked to the Trump administration, working closely with them in joint. And Fox has not been held accountable. You, you can't, as a news organization, fucking team up with a particular president and run his scams for him. But we have an entire news organization that did that. They literally, behind the scenes, well, were really working news. with one president to push his agenda and his propaganda. But <laughs> you see how quickly they got rid of the My Pillow guy. You don't see him on Fox News anymore. <laughs> he's still there. Now he's going to do uh, an air raid, yeah. uh, dropping pillows on I Canada. Saw that. <laughs> yeah, because he's a fucking moron. He's a I, pillow bomber. I think that dude's as crazy as Kanye. Yeah, but you know, or yay. That that ex- <laughs> that explains why he, uh, yay is Republican and he's pro MAGA. He, he bleeds Trump because crazy people. See, here's the problem. We all knew. We all knew growing up there were a lot of crazy fucks in the world, but now. We all see them condensed in one party. Birds of a feather, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they all teamed up. It's like, if uh, do you believe the earth is flat? Yes, you're a Republican. Do you believe <laughs> that vaccines will actually make your balls swell up and make you impotent? Yes, you're a Republican. Do you believe in white supremacy? Yes, you're a Republican. It's like, if these are the factors and people that meet your requirements... You have to be anti-science. You have to be dumb as fuck. You have to be filled with hate. You have to be filled with fear. You have to be racist as fuck. To be a Republican, we got a serious problem with this party. They got to go. It's like all these Republicans that aren't pieces of shit and aren't stupid, It they're still Republicans. And I'm like, look around the fucking room, motherfucker. See who's also in the room with you. It is time you take a inventory of who shares your party. You either get rid of them or you're joining them. Are you joining them or are you getting rid they of them? They don't want to let them go because of all those votes. Yeah, it's just insane that we have a terrorist political party. I hope that they don't put Trump up as a 2024 nominee and he creates I, his own party. I doubt. And steals he votes. He's, he's getting closer and closer. Yes, he is. Whatever that that attorney general of New York State is, she's going after him hard. Now I, I wrote down a bunch of franchises. Okay? okay, I wrote down particular franchises that I believe seriously need to go away. Now I want to get your girl's opinion and see if you agree or disagree that these franchises need to fucking end right now, and they need to stop making fucking movies. All right, here we go. First on my list. Fast and the Furious. Yes, oh, Deck. It needs to go. <laughs> stop making them Vin the Diesel. The first two or three, and then after that, they're all garbage. You know why he can't stop making them, right? That's his only career. He wants the money. Yeah. Yeah, that's all he's got. Seriously, that's literally all Vin Diesel has <laughs> going last, for him. The last Riddick bombed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's only got the Fast and the Furious. He's holding on to that like a motherfucker. Man, he doesn't want to let that go. That's his, pay, that's his only paycheck, his only income. So now, here's another one. <clears throat> Resident Evil. Uh, oh my I think God. I watched the first, the very first one, and that was it. I, I, I own, can't. I own them all, but it was because I like like the first two. 
that, and they had a sale going on if I yeah, bought all of them. Fast and the Furious started about racing cars, then it became yeah. about being James Bond. Uh, Resident Evil started off realistic, well, not realistic, but believable to some extent, but then she got superpowers and could make people's head explode through video yeah. screens and shit. <laughs> okay, here's another one. <clears throat> here's the next franchise I think has gone too far and needs to stop. Medea. Well, yeah. you already talked about that. Yes, but do you agree oh, that the yeah, movies yeah. need to stop? And of course, Transformers. <laughs> I only watched the first I one. I think I've only ever... How many well, is if, there? If you've only watched the first one, you've seen them all. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, you, you've missed a little racism thrown in there. And the, like the second one, there was some racism. <laughs> but And there you missed uh, uh, Robot Balls. Hanging swing robots corrode them. You missed that. Oh, you didn't miss wow. a lot. I, I got to run out and see it right now. Then. Oh, and you missed them turn. Not that you would care, but you missed them turning Grimlock, the T Rex uh, Dinobot, into a moron that can't speak. That's just an First animal. First of all, the only reason why I watched it is because you were into the Transformers. You wanted to see it. That's the only reason I watched God, it. You're making me sound lame as fuck. You are lame as fuck. Fuck you. I have a generation one Optimus Prime, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you're not, that's not lame. Okay. That's not lame. That's cool yeah. as fuck. Okay. I ain't cheap. But you shit on my cricket. Your cricket's just a brand new machine. Mine's a fucking historical engine. But it does a lot of shit. Mine does a lot of shit. It transforms into a fucking robot. Can your goddamn cricket turn into a robot? I don't think so. It can turn into money. Can you can you roll it along <laughs> the ground? No, you can't. Mine has oh wheels. Oh, God. In fact, my trailer opens up, becomes command-based. Does crickets? No, 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 it does not. <laughs> so, so, wait. So, I have a Voltron. My Voltron doesn't have wheels. My Voltron doesn't open up into a Your base. Your Voltron's pretty fucking cool. Your Voltron is very So, cool. then why can't her cricket be cool? Because it's, it's just, uh, it's basically 2022's version of scrapbooking. Let's be honest here. Come on. She's not going to use Cricket it for is. scrapbooking. Yeah. Cricket is the super tech for scrapbooking. The same crowd that was into scrapbooking created the Cricket. I never did scrapbooking. But well, do you disagree with my my assessment there? That is basically 2022 scrapbooking? No. Yes, yes. No, because it, it does so much more than that. Oh, but the, it's the same crowd. Same crowd. The same people who used a scrapbook are now cricketing. Oh, didn't you use a scrapbook? No, never. Yeah, yeah, I actually bought you a few scrapbooks. You wanted to do it. You never got into it. You never got around to it. Yeah. But that happens with everything. You're like, I want to do calligraphy. So I buy you a nice calligraphy set. You never fucking do it. Who has the time? I want to start cartooning. Buy her all sorts of books and drawing tools. She never fucking does it. (laughs) Listen, I've already made two shirts. Two shirts and a lot of fucking Do you not labels. have time now or back then when you said you were going to do it and didn't do it? I just didn't want to. <laughs> what, what the <laughs> fuck? Okay, so here's another franchise. <clears throat> Batman. Ugh. I'm so tired of Batman. I know, right? How are people not fucking sick of this shit? I don't want to hear about Martha. And I don't want to fucking see his parents get shot or fucking pearls roll across. I've seen it. Shut the fuck up. It's a fucking white privileged guy that goes around, beats up people in poverty 
just beats the shit out of people. And what a shitty superhero if he's constantly having to fight the same villains all the time. And you know what angers me is if his name was Black Man, not Batman. The first time he beat somebody up and did vigilante justice, he would spend the rest of his life in jail. But for some reason, this guy goes out every night and literally beats the living fuck out of people. And he, he does it legally because he's a white guy. And he's rich. Yeah, there you go. He's white and rich. He can beat the fuck out poor people. That, that, you know, that's what rich people have to do. They either have to make a costume where they can beat up poor people, or they have to create a game where they get to hunt them down and shoot them like they're animals, or they create a squid game where they have to put them in the situations where they'll die, because that's how rich white people enjoy themselves. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Spider-Man. <sighs> <laughs> I, I haven't even seen one. that. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I am so sick of Spider-Man. And I used to be a big Spider-Man fan. I fucking Yeah, we used so to have a mural of it of it up in a, one of our rooms. Okay, here's one. Friday the 13th. <sighs> they keep making them. Oh. They keep rebooting, bring them back. And here's my problem with Friday the 13th. I mean, it's a very simple concept. There is a retard <laughs> <laughs> with retard strength. And he has a machete. Well, isn't Michael Myers pretty much the same thing? Yes, yes. <laughs> and he wears a mask to hide his retard face, his Down syndrome retard face. <laughs> and then this, this retard with retard strength and a machete goes around with a grudge killing people. Now, how far can you stretch that very simplistic concept without having to make the exact same movie over and over because oh, Jesus. there's just so far you can go with a retard with retard strength that wears a mask that kills people. Did I mean, you do you see what Token just put in chat? <laughs> Speaking of that, if you guys want to see everything that's in chat and put up by um, everybody in there, just go to tiradioshow.com. And it's funny you mentioned this, Raven, because that was the next and last one on my list, Halloween. <laughs> I am so done with these big retards with retard strength that randomly, you know, it basically Jason and Michael Myers have done for retards what Pennywise did to poor clowns. It's not nice to say retarded. Not nice to say retarded. Is that my baseball? Is that my baseball? It's nice. It's not nice to say puddle jumper either or landscaper. I'm not a nice person. Where did you get that? I mean, come on. Well, I, I, know, I know you're not a nice person. That just made me think when we were in high school, instead of calling people retards, um, was it Blossom? The show, she had a retarded brother named Corky. Uh, we, would, we would call everybody Corky. You fucking Corky. <laughs> Okay. I think those are two different shows. Yeah. I, it, it was a show where the brother had yeah, Down Syndrome. I remember syndrome. Corky, yes. But I but can't remember what show it was show. on. It was, it was a drama. It was one of those teen drama shit. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I think I think it would be hilarious. If I was a big-time Hollywood producer, I was making big-budget movies, here's what I'd do. Here's what I'd do. I would offend everybody, but I would get them to the theaters. Tropic Thunder did it. So here's what I would do. I would make some big killer like Jason and uh, Michael Myers. On. And <laughs> it would it would uh, be a comedy about slasher films, but I would call it what it really is. Killer retard. 
I gotta go, guys. <laughs> but think about it. people go see that shit. They may get offended, but they would go watch Killer Retard or Retard on the Loose, something like that. You know, just Killer Retard. That's that's what it is. You that's are what the so fuck wrong. It is. You are so. It's what the fuck the movies are. It's Killer Retards. I mean, whether you're you're uh, uh, hiding in a scarecrow costume and then going and, and killing people. I mean, there was a movie about that where this retard hid in a scarecrow costume. He was murdered and they came back for his vengeance. I don't remember that. But it's always the same story. It's the story of the killer retard. Uh, <laughs> Token, Token's on the ball oh, today. Yeah, life goes on. I remember the theme song. Oh, I used to think oh, she was yeah. so cute oh, yeah. when I was like, 14 too whatever happened to her she's like gone now you know what's sad is that dog looks smarter than corky just saying that is so wrong oh come on come on don't be critical now you're being judgmental (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm being judgmental so there's a couple of new films being made and i want to talk about them okay they are not done because you know that uh, Hollywood loves to wring every cent out of every property. So they are not done with the Adams family. Oh, no. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It gets better. The next Adams family is not going to be about the Adams family. Oh, Jesus. It's a spinoff. The, who the hell is it going to be it's about? It's called Wednesday Adams. Oh, God. It is a movie about Wednesday because they, it's a Hollywood. Wait, I think I did see a preview for that. I was, ooh, God damn, he does not look smarter as he got older. Fuck. Wear some sunglasses, dude. I'd be Ray Charles with that shit. You're so fucked I'm up. just saying if I had Down Syndrome eyes, I'd be Ray Charles. If you had Down Syndrome, you wouldn't know. They fucking know. What? No, you wouldn't know that you needed to wear sunglasses. They fucking know. They're not subhuman. Maybe he's proud of his eyes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, the next one, of course, we mentioned last week, but I want to talk about... OWN, isn't that one of them fucking Christian stations? OEN. No, O-W-N. I don't know. I know O-A-N is a right-wing conspiracy site. I, I thought O-W-N was one of those Christian TV <clears throat> channels. The other one is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the drama. Uh, the drama. They're yeah. going to make a, a comedy into a drama. Very serious. It's about the struggles of the black men, and they're using the Fresh Prince, which was a comedy series to do it. Yes, the Fresh Prince has moments of serious cultural issues that it discussed, and they were impactful back in the day. However, now they're doing a good villa, a good fella style gritty reboot where Fresh Prince is growing up on the mean streets of Philly and is 100% serious and dramatic and violent and foul. I wonder what Will Smith thinks of that. He's producing it. Is he really? Yes. What else has he got going on? The last fucking film he tried to do was that shit bird of a Suicide Squad movie. No. He laughed out of the no. fucking theaters. No, he just recently did a drama. Uh, what's it called? About, I can't remember the name. Of course you can. But he's the father of Venus and Serena Williams. Okay. What's the name of the drama? I can't remember. Of course you can. I didn't the, say it was good. What I was saying is back in our day, Will Smith was one of the biggest stars in the world. You could 
list off all of Will Smith's movies they had out. They were all blockbusters. Now you know what he does? Independent dramas because he ain't nothing. He ain't nothing. I don't care how bright your star shines. I don't care if you're a bad motherfucker, most famous person in the world. Eventually, things come to an end. <laughs> now, there are some actors that are just fucking amazing and have stayed relevant their entire lives. Like Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. You're naming off white people. Well, that's because black people have never been given the opportunity to become legends. Now, the, the only reason why we have all these white legends, and, and don't say there's no black legends, because Sidney Poitier just died. Oh, did he? He just died, and he was fucking amazing. He was not only a legend in front of the screen, he was a legend behind the camera, directing films. Yeah, Sidney Poitier just died. So I, I didn't hear that. That's a shame. And I consider... Uh, James Earl Jones to be a legend. Oh God, he's still alive. I consider him to be a black legend. I mean, he's fucking James Earl Goddamn Jones. You know, whenever Morgan I Freeman, most people when they hear James Earl Jones, they think of Darth Vader. I don't, because you know what I'm a fan of. What I see him as the evil. Um, head religious dude also doom yes yeah <laughs> that's that's how i see him what is steel to the hand that wields it i'll show you true power boy <laughs> yeah he was he's a badass <laughs> i like me some james earl jones he's scary he, he he's he can be in coming to america <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious but everybody's still scared of him <laughs> and you know you know a bad motherfucking black legend that is whooping Will Smith's ass and the guy's like 80 and he gets more work than Will Smith. Fucking Morgan Freeman. Well. That motherfucker just rocks it. Everybody wants a piece of Morgan but Freeman. But the thing is, Morgan Freeman is, oh, how do I put this? Morgan Freeman makes Will Smith's Morgan acting Freeman. look amateur. Morgan Freeman. He is a real actor. And he's very... <laughs> Meticulous? Now he speaks. <laughs> and but who has a cooler voice? Nobody. Morgan, Morgan Freeman or James Earl Jones? Oh, that's a yeah, toss up. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Because you know, uh, you have to be a badass that, for George Lucas to go. Oh my God, that is my okay. Darth Vader. So, so who has a more distinctive voice? Morgan Freeman, James Earl Jones, or um. What's his name? Is it Al Barry White? Not Al White. Al White is somebody Can't I work with. For you, I mean, Jesus. I mean, the uh, like Barry in White. the first five seconds of any of his songs, you know exactly who it is. Well, Barry White has a very deep voice that reminds me of Michael Clark Duncan, which when he, when he was alive, you know, Michael Oh, that's Clark so Duncan. sad he died. I wanted him well, to come me. Come on, Jesus Christ. You knew he was going to die. <laughs> Fucking roided out to the max. Don't tell me that. Was he roided or was he just huge? You do not get that big with a belly that big without roiding and GHS. And (laughs) I mean, I, I was in the bodybuilding scene and that's a fucking roid body to the max. So I knew he was, I'm surprised that Arnold Schwarzenegger is still alive. Really? I never understood that. Why, why the fuck? 
Because you'll see like these guys who do the strongman competitions. Yeah. And you know they're taking tons of steroids. Why do guys that take that much steroids, why do they look like humongous pregnant women? Okay, I will explain that to you. Now, <laughs> a lot of bodybuilders, if you've ever seen the bodybuilders that look like pregnant women with abs on top of their yeah. pregnant bellies, that is from uh, uh, growth hormone, human growth hormone. Home hormone. They use it to increase the muscles. However, it has a side effect. It increases everything including your intestines and your internal organs, it makes bigger. So it's actually, that is the enlargement. So of you're intestine. distended. Yes, permanently. <laughs> now, the reason why a lot of power lifters. God damn, I'd poke my ass up for that. And strong men have big bellies is because you have to have a large core. When you're a, a weightlifter, an actual weightlifter, body weight, like, like I was telling you, I, I can, I will be stronger than you no matter how hard you train just because of the sheer size difference. But when like Justin, our friend, he is stronger than a normal person. Size will add strength. So a lot of weightlifters that their entire purpose is to lift a heavy weight will have a large core. Whereas a bodybuilder, that's not their purpose at all. Their body, their purpose is to get aesthetically pleasing and balanced. <laughs> but well, that's what it was back in the day. But then they went, just went fucking nuts with it. And they said, hey, why don't we look like a human fucking deformed cartoon and get as massive as I don't get that either. I mean, they'll have bulges. <laughs> where bulges where, yeah, be. where they shouldn't even be. And it's like, Jesus, how did you train that muscle? The grossest thing <laughs> is when they do the back butt flex. Oh, yes. And it looks like a fucking ruffles chip. <laughs> on their ass they got two ruffles chips for ass cheeks and it's fucking disgusting well not just that but like when they do the back flex and and they bring their shoulders forward to make their back muscles look huge and they just look like the muscle shimmy no not the muscle shimmy <laughs> oh you mean when they do the wing pose yeah 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 i used to do that one that and was my routine yeah but their muscles just look ridiculous because again there's lumps where they shouldn't be when i was competing i had a decent chest huge arms big back but a tiny scrawny little pathetic legs i still have scrawny isn't that what legs. they want though no you that have that v shape yeah but you have to have big built legs and my calves uh, despite the fact that i walk on them all the time uh are underdeveloped and even honey was like damn you legs are skinny <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. I've had this issue since I was a bodybuilder. Well, apparently you have the opposite issue I have because I haven't really worked my legs in years and I still have tree well, trunk legs. You're, you're what's called a mesomorph. Yeah, but I don't even work them. Yeah, but you're a mesomorph. My, brother's, uh, my brother Scott is a mesomorph. However, I was an ectomorph. A mesomorph is somebody with an unusually large amount of muscle tissue present in their body. They're the people that don't have to work out too hard and they still get massive. Ectomorphs, no, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew you were a natural athlete. You were a mesomorph because you're very compact and stout. But I was an ectomorph, which means I was tall and skinny. A mesomorph is short and fat. If you, if you are always fat, you've always been fat, you have a hard time losing weight, you're considered, uh, uh, you know... Um, what did I just say? Endomorph. Mesomorph is naturally muscular. They don't have to work as hard as the others. 
And an ectomorph is a skinny one that has a hard time gaining weight. I was an ecto. You're a meso, which means you were made to be an athlete. You just naturally can <laughs> add muscle quickly. An Irish athlete. Well, a lot of them are, really. You know why I, so many Irish people can fight? I don't know. Why? I'll tell you the reason. There's actually a justifiable reason why Irish people can fucking fight. <laughs> it's the same reason black people can fucking fight. Because they have to. <laughs> and I was talking, and I was talking to this white guy the other day, this white fan, and he says, "So, what attracts you to uh, black men so much?" I said, "It's their swagger, it's their their alpha nature." And he says, "Well, just because you're black doesn't mean you're alpha." I says, "Bullshit." I said, "A black man has to be hard. He has to be. A black man has to be tougher." and harder than a white man because of the shit he has to put up with. And that hardness from the world makes him sexy as fuck. (laughs) All black men have a level of hardness that white guys don't have. Not all. And it's it's a very masculine, sexy quality when you're a hardened individual. And Irish... The Irish have, have been treated like dog shit since the beginning of time by well, everybody. Well, and, you know, I don't want to say that the struggle was the same. However... I, Irish are the European black people. Yeah, however, many of my people that came over here weren't... How do I put this? They weren't categorized as slaves, but they basically were. They just called it indentured servitude. Yeah, by that by that time, you know, slavery was done, but they still used the Asians and the uh, Irish people yeah. to make the country. And um, Irish, the Irish have always been treated like black people in their own country uh, are treated here. And they've always been the black people of the Europeans. So they are hard. They are hard people. And they are hardened naturally with the way they have to live life. So a lot of them well, become fighters. And black guys are, are fighters because black men are naturally harder than white men because they have to be. I've got one right now that is bugging the hell out of me to top him. Oh, yes. gross. See, I don't get now, a lot of black guys. I want you know, to we've said this before on the show, but you know. If 10 black guys hit on you, one might want you to top them. I just keep here lately finding all the ones that want to be topped. Well, I I don't find many like that because the black guys I talk to have been fucked in the ass by uh, whites their whole life. And they don't want another white person fucking them in the ass. They're tired of being Ugh. fucked in the ass by white people. So it's it's time for them to do a little ass fucking. Oh, by the way. And I'm all for it. I've got a black dude hitting on me who... uh thinks he can be my boyfriend Uh, oh he's bugging the fuck out of me i'm like i have a girlfriend he's like no but you don't have a boyfriend you need a boyfriend i'm like no i really don't see token agrees (laughs) black men are just harder naturally harder people i yeah they have to be i'll give you that and that's what gives them their swagger and their masculinity and what drives me crazy is they have to be strong men to survive, whereas white privileged pussies normally are not. And a white man that grew up all sheltered and pampered doesn't have the swagger of a black man that grew up in the streets and has never had an easy time at his life. They develop a hardness, a sheen to them that I find incredibly attractive. <laughs> it's a swagger about them that you can tell that they're, that they're tough. 
it, you to be a black man and live uh, to your 30s and 40s when everything in this country is trying to prevent that. They want to either make sure you're in jail or dead. It, it makes you a hard man. It makes you a hardened man. And I respect black men a lot because of what they fucking rise above. I have a lot of respect for black men because, okay, here's what really impresses me about black men. Um, Their dicks? No. <laughs> the pride. I'm serious. For a, a race of people to be so downtrodden and shit on constantly. Every time I turn on the fucking news, they're shitting on black people. But for an entire race of people, men that are shit on on a daily basis, but still carry themselves with swagger and pride about who they are. I respect the fuck out of that. And it turns me on that a black man has not let this fucking country take his pride away. And I love the fact that they're obstinate about it. Uh, No matter how you view me, I am a proud black man and I will always carry myself like that. And they have a sense of pride. You can see it in their appearance, their wardrobe. They have a sense of pride that white guys don't normally have. And it turns me the fuck on because they're confident. Because they've gone through so much shit, they've earned confidence of who the fuck they are. Because they've had the whole country tell them what they think they are, and they have to constantly (laughs) show who they really are. (laughs) Token. So I have undying respect for black men. And I'm crazy about them because of that. Because of their pride, their swagger, their hardness. It's just, it's a quality... That. I'm sorry you're talking about hard and all this, and I keep looking over at Carlton. <laughs> and it's, now that song is in my head. It's just, it's a quality that white men can't get because it's ha- you have to crawl through the shit to get it. And uh, Token wants to know if I'm going to talk about the Ahmad Ama- uh, uh, Aubrey sentencing. Um, not much. Here's what I think about that. I think that everybody's excited because justice was finally served, but it's rare. And the Mm -hmm. only reason that it was served is because of so much publicity. Had this not been as public, those motherfucking white fucking races would have gotten away with murdering that black man. To go back to the, the issue that Lexus brought up. Um, I watched the whole news thing about this. Um, This FedEx driver calls his super supervisor and says, I'm getting shot at. The supervisor just all nonchalantly just says, uh, yeah, well, just, just come back to the depot. So he finally gets back to the depot after he called the police himself. And they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll go down tomorrow to the police station and, and submit a report. So FedEx, as a company, doesn't really give a shit if their employees get shot at. Or that's that's the way it seems. <coughs> Jesus. <coughs> What's the matter? Sorry. That's your shit, though. <coughs> you should be accustomed to your shit. Actually, I got hooked up with some some different shit. But just so you know, drugs, kids, don't do what I do. Now, different better or different, just different <coughs> or different worse? I don't know yet. Give me some time oh, to get you're, high off Oh, you're of just it. now hitting it? Shit. Give me some time to try it. That was my first fucking hit. Goddamn. 
You know, now you make me want to, but we know what happens when I get high on the show. I just stop talking. Making me tear up like a motherfucker. Fuck. Yeah. Ne- oh, for all of our all of our small children that listen to our show, none. <laughs> small uh, children. They're they're listening to ooh, 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 baby shark. That's what they're listening you to. You know, but, well, I was just thinking about this. For all of our listeners, I do want to make clear that I should not be a role model for anybody. <laughs> Nobody should have their bar that low. So whatever I say, don't don't fucking put me on a pedestal being a role model. I am not a good role model. Do not elevate me to a point of Joe Rogan where I'm going to be taken down. <laughs> Fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know, I realized I have what you call a black attribute. What? I have like 40 pairs of sneakers. <coughs> and well, my sneakers always look fresh. No, you have a woman attribute. <laughs> women like shoes as much as black men. It's black men and women that are just crazy about shoes. I like to accessorize. My shoes have to match. So do men, uh, black men, yeah. And, and you know what? <laughs> what? What pisses me off about FedEx not making a big deal about it is because it's because they're like, you're black. Of course you're going to get shot at. That's they the expect, way they made yeah. it sound. Yeah. They're like, what do you expect? You're a black guy. You're supposed to be shot at in this country. White people are going to be shooting at you your whole fucking life. They're going to be gunning for you. You have a target on your back. They're either going to try to send you to prison or kill your ass. So good luck. Have a good life. Good luck. You better stick <laughs> in your own neighborhoods because if you come into ours, we'll just fucking chase you down with a pickup truck and murder you in the See, street. And, you know, I've been seeing tons of these police um what do they call them um the cameras they wear what are they body cams of just (coughs) black people getting chased down by white people because they don't belong in the neighborhood honey chimed in and says i don't care for shoes you don't count honey you're lesbian lesbians don't count yeah we're we're happy if you show up in (laughs) boots and a flannel oh that's fucked up (laughs) You're a fucking lesbo, honey. That, that that's different. It's different. I don't know. I, you own like two pairs of shoes. Actually, I own lots of shoes. I never get rid of shoes. Oh God. <laughs> Ever, it, unless they fall apart on my feet, I don't get rid of them. Uh, most of my heels that I wear on my cam shows are like five, six years oh, old. Oh God! Don't even get me started on heels. <clears throat> I actually have two nice pairs of tennis shoes. I have these in my Pumas. And, of course, I didn't buy them for myself. I would never do that. It Lexus bought them for I me. have, like, over <laughs> 20 pairs of just sneakers. Here's how my sneakers go, okay? I wear tennis shoes every day of my life, the same pair. I wake up, put them on, and I wear them well, all day till I go to bed. Now, eventually, the, the bottom of them, over the span of, like, 10, 12 years or so, will fall off. And at that point, uh, Lexus gets mad at me and she will <laughs> yell at me that I need to buy myself some decent shoes. I won't ever do it. So I will come home one day and there will be a gift and I'll open it. It'll be a pair of shoes. She's like, now you have a fucking pair of shoes. I'm like, thank you for the gift. Fucking wear them now. Like, okay, honey, honey bear. That's how, it, and that's the same way with my clothes that I break in that I really like. If they're just getting comfortable, I'll find them gone and uh, I'll say, why is my shirt gone? She's like, uh, cause I had holes in it and it looked like shit. So it's garbage. Buy yourself a new shirt. 
I'm like, fuck, I just broke that in. It was just getting comfortable. It was just getting lounge worthy. Fuck. It's bad enough she threw away my dead fish shorts. Oh, that is so like fucking 1994. And I think that's when I got them. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> they were like lime green too. Oh my God. Yeah. With uh, It was lime green stripes. It was like uh, yellow green with lime green alternating fruit stripe gum, except it had skeleton, fish skeletons running down. Oh my <laughs> God. Wait, wait, <sighs> let me, you go find those and I'll go find my purple satin button up shirt. And we'll make a night of it. First of all, there was a reason I had those shorts, okay? There should be no reason you there, had those there shorts. There is a reason. There is a valid reason. Okay, so I lived in I lived in uh, <clears throat> um, Arizona. And we were across the river from Laughlin, Nevada, where I worked. I worked at the casino. I was a casino cop. So I wasn't used to a lot of lakes or being oceanfront. I was in Arizona. So, of course, I didn't have any swim trunks, okay? My apartment complex that I lived in did not have a pool. There was no reason to have them. So, (laughs) my friends wanted to throw this big, huge 25th birthday party for me. And one of my friends, we called Captain Ron. (coughs) His name was Ron. Hey, you talking like this? It was fucking annoying. But anyway, uh, he was going to, he had a party barge. And for my 25th birthday, him and my other best friend named Zach, which my my bodybuilding partner, we were both competing. We were going to go out on his party barge and drink and fucking just be crazy. Just three wild, just three wild guys. <laughs> so we, we went out there and I, when he told me about the trip and what they were wanting to do for my 25th birthday, I didn't own a pair of swim trunks. So all I did was march into Walmart, grab the first ones that were my size and bought them. And then I wore them and they were dead fish. I didn't even notice a pattern. I just needed some swim trunks, but they turned out to be really comfortable. <laughs> they turned out to be like boxer shorts. They were comfy. And, you know, I like to swing. I like to swing. You know, I got that big swinging dick. So I'd Yeah, like but space. once you get in the water, it shrinks. <clears throat> Mine shrinks maybe to seven. I don't know. <laughs> Mine shrinks to like literally just it looks like a head. Well, that's because it doesn't start off with much more than that. I'm oh, just, fuck you. I'm just saying I like to swing. I like my freedom. I'm I like a my grower, not swing. a shower. You know, you know who else likes to swing? Okay. Black men. I have noticed a trend because I have been with my fair share. (laughs) I've noticed a trend that black men tend to either wear boxers or boxer briefs. I have never seen a black man in fucking tidy whities (laughs) They're either boxer briefs where they can secure that hog or boxer shorts where they can swing free. Tidy whities either. But the majority of uh, black men I've been with are uh, boxer short wearers. They like to swing, too. <laughs> they like that dick swinging, too. I, I need to find that video of that black football player doing the, the sprints that I was telling you about. And his, you can see in his shorts, he's rocking some serious length. And it's just bouncing all over while he's running. <laughs> now... I want to tell you. And honey, those are $100 pairs of shoes that you fucking ruined. 
<laughs> I'm not giving you any more. Wow. <laughs> well, I bought, I'm actually wearing the same pair right now. <clears throat> but I bought a pair that were like a size or two too small, and I gave them to her. I'm going to teach you some things that you would have no exposure to. Really? Yes, that you would have no clue about. Okay. Big dick problems. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you some big dick problems I've encountered. Things that are not cool about having a big dick. <clears throat> Number one, I often sit on my own testicles when I sit down in a chair. Hey, I've done that. <laughs> I do it all the time. Before my dick shrank from hormones to what it is today, when I would sit down to do my number two business, my dick would fall in the toilet. I swear to God. I would have to hang it over the edge of the goddamn toilet when I was taking a poop. <laughs> or it would hit the water. Another thing. <clears throat> never got a decent BJ, except from Lexus, but I trained her myself. And no girl. Wow, <clears throat> thanks. Well, this is back in the day. I, you never <laughs> saw my dick when it was at its peak. I uh, wish I did. And then um, s- nobody would ever let you fuck them in the ass. I mean, I hadn't hooked up with uh, trannies at that time, so I was just <laughs> ho- playing around with genetic women. They don't take big dick up their ass. So anyway, the other big thing is, as you know, I was humiliated when I was 16 and removed from a water park because my bulge was too noticeable and offended everyone. Even though there were girls in bikinis, guys in Speedos, because I was wearing a Speedo, I was considered obscene. Because I would think by the time I was 16, I was probably already packing about eight and a half. Well, I mean, <clears throat> and, you're accustomed to that i mean and i'm six around so my wad's pretty fucking big you know it's, it takes up a lot of room it's not like i got a skinny dick that just looks like a little worm going down no it's like boom there's a baby's arm in my fucking pants because it's fucking you know it's this fucking I, around. i'm starting to feel like some of this is a personal attack against me why would it be you're a fucking bottom why do you need a fucking dick? tiny dicks you're a fucking bottom why do you need a big dick? i'm not always a bottom to me that's how i see you See, that's the thing. You never see me as a bottom, ever. No, you don't see I me don't. that way. Even though that I have done that hundreds of times in video, and you know <laughs> this, but you don't ever see me as being a bottom. I don't ever see you being a top. I can watch you fuck every tranny under the sun, but when <laughs> I'm with you in private, you ain't nothing but a beta bitch. Oh, you, fuck off. I'm not beta. What, what happened Thursday? That has nothing to do with being beta. What happened Thursday? It has nothing to do with being beta. Why don't you tell the listeners how your Thursday went? It went like it always does. Aren't you still recovering from it? (laughs) Uh Why do I tell you anything? Uh, You know it's all fair game on the radio show. That's the rule we made among each other. Uh Oh, for all of our listeners who don't know... Nothing is off the table. If you do something embarrassing or stupid during your week, we are allowed to bring it up on the radio show and call you out. We all agreed to this when we started the show like seven years ago. So everything's free game. So why don't you tell our listeners how your Thursday went? Why do I have to tell it? Because I want to hear you. I want to hear it from <laughs> your point of view. 
Well, my point of view was looking up at you. Well, go ahead. I'm sure the listeners want to hear the hot story. How'd your Thursday? <sighs> I sucked your dick. You fucked me. There. Oh, wow. There. Did, did you <laughs> suck my dick and I fucked you? Or did you suck my dick and I rocked your fucking world? You always do that. Oh, you're so <laughs> sweet. But uh, You made me get on all fours. You don't fucking give me a choice. You're just, you're ready to fuck. So, yeah. Even if I'm given an amazing blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I'm ready to fuck, I'm ready to fuck. It's like, put it, put it this way, guys. I know it's time when she looks at me and goes, Where's the lube? <laughs> and she knows to have it ready because if I don't have it, I'm still fucking her. She just doesn't get the lube. The lube is for her benefit, not mine. Really? Yes. Do you think I really need lube after last week? Well, then we won't use it next week. You just slid right in. You're still a little sore, (laughs) but we won't use it next week. We'll see how you do then. (laughs) I'll do the same because I'll just cream enough that it's going to be lube anyways. Um. (sighs) By the way, was the cream pink this last time? It was. I didn't mention anything. Yeah. (laughs) Because the time before... The week before, I had made you bleed a little bit. And I didn't mention that I made you bleed this time. <laughs> but obviously, you found out on your own. No, I was just wondering. It was. I, I felt a few little rippies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just assumed that when you went, after I left, when you took care of business back there, you saw some blood or something. So No, no. What usually happens is I, I'm always fine. Well, I wouldn't say fine. After you fuck me, it always takes me like five minutes just to get up. <laughs> but uh, when I usually know whether I've been hurt, which that's really a strong term because I love it. <laughs> but what, what usually makes me notice that I've been fucked really hard is the next time I sit down and try to take a poop. And, and, and everything rips back open again. So let me ask you a question, a follow-up to that. Considering that you're a world-famous porn star and have fucked hundreds of people, does anybody else give you that feeling? No, you know that. <laughs> that, that. I mean, okay, that's a big feather in my cat because <laughs> I know you're a fucking porn legend and you, you've, you've fucked all these people and I'm the one who fucking rocks it, your world. It does make me worry, though, when you tell me that I was super loose even for you. You, um, <laughs> when you start creaming, <laughs> and you're, Raven's a heavy creamer. <clears throat> I am now. <laughs> what, six months ago? I had never done it in my life. Yeah, she's a heavy creamer. So when you start creaming, you open up quite a bit. And with the added lubrication of all the fucking cream you're putting out. It gets a little like slip, like a full grown man sliding down the yard in the slip and slide. It's, I got plenty of room on both sides. I'm just <laughs> cruising down the yard right into the sprinkler. And it, it just, it gets a little gooey and loose. <laughs> but, you know, it means when you're getting loose and you're starting to cream like crazy, I usually pick up the pace, go harder because I know I'm doing the job. <laughs> And you usually let me know I'm doing my job 
because you start screaming that you're coming. <laughs> like you did Thursday. It won't stop. It just keeps coming. Well, you, I started. It was weird. It was weird? No, it was weird in the sense that you started to make me orgasm. However, um, because you wouldn't stop fucking, it wouldn't I like... I wasn't done yet. It wouldn't like peak. So I was held... Like at ninety two percent the whole time. Well, I mean, I hadn't, I hadn't come yet, so I wasn't going to stop fucking. <laughs> I mean, sex isn't done till I'm done. We need <clears throat> to figure out a different way for missionary, though. I'm tired of banging my head on the edge of the ottoman. Sex does not start <laughs> until I say it can start, and oh, sex does really? not end until I say it's over. And it has always been that way with us. I tell you when I'm ready. When you go and get fucked, you present like a good little uh, bitch in heat. Usually, though, I start it. I fuck you until I get off. Now, if I fuck you for like 30 minutes and I'm just giving everything I got, I get winded or I get tired, then I will say, okay, I'll give you a break. But don't believe I ain't get my nut because I'm getting my nut later, which you know to be true. I will fuck you again for round two until I get that nut out. I am goal oriented. So I'm, I'm busting a nut up your booty hole one way or another, whether you like it or not. So, I mean, that's how I roll. <laughs> just saying. Well, I'm just saying I usually initiate. <clears throat> so because of what's happened lately, especially to me, I need to address this. Um, OnlyFans has oh, banned me. OnlyFans has banned me. Um, there's some things about it that, that Raven doesn't know yet, but <clears throat> I figured I'd save it for the show where she can find out. So OnlyFans, of course, you knew was in the news not wa- uh, long ago about banning sex workers. Then they got a lot of negative publicity from turning the back on the people that made their company successful in the first place. And because of the backlash, they backed off. Well, they did not. What they did was they went underground. They paused. Yeah, they didn't want to be public about the removal of us. So they've been doing it very sneaky. So what they've been doing is they're constantly changing policies behind the scenes. Then they send out a little email saying policy change. Mm -hmm. And then they start enforcing it. Well, these policies are making it almost impossible for sex workers. For example, they removed 80 of my videos a couple of weeks ago. Their reasoning was, back in the day when we started OnlyFans, you could post content that you owned with other people on it as long as you tagged them and they also had an OnlyFans profile. That was the rule. So we did that. But then they send me this email saying, oh, we just recently changed that and now the only people that can be featured in videos with you are verified OnlyFan creators. So See, that's ridiculous. <clears throat> So then they pull 80 of my videos. I'm like, okay, I'll just make a bunch of solo content. So I'm making solo content or content with you works because uh, you're a verified content yeah. creator. But anybody else, whether I own it or get a permission, uh, you know, a release or whatever, it doesn't matter. So then they just hit me and ban me out of the fucking blue. They don't even tell me they ban me. They don't give me a warning, but they ban me for their newest policy change. And I'm about to tell you who else they got. <clears throat> They have now outlawed on OnlyFans any dirty talk that is deemed offensive. You cannot disparage anyone's gender, ethnicity, race, uh, 
uh, sexuality, so, uh, religion. So well, if you do a porn in a nun costume, banned. If you say suck my dick, that's fine. But if you say suck my dick, bitch, whore, slut, that is against women, banned. You cannot use the words tranny, shemale, faggot, Jesus. fag, how Queer. long? How long is that video we just did gonna last? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, n- not a- now. What's happened is uh, so they banned me because I use a lot of dirty talk, and they have deemed it now on OnlyFans. You can dirty talk, but it must be dirty talk that's not Politi- deemed, politically yes, correct. Dirty talk, offensive to any particular person. You can't even call a girl a bitch. You can say "suck my dick," but not "suck my dick, bitch," because then you're Pretty soon it'll be, you can only say, suck my penis. Now, fuck fuck my vagina. Now, (laughs) a lot of the girls don't realize that this is actually happening and coming for them because they've been skating and I'm the one who's always usually hit first, or that's what I thought. Here's the problem with Joe Rogan and me when it comes to me and porn. When you start going after people to get them gone, you go after the big dogs first. So I'm not the only victim. Guess who got banned on the same fucking day? They went after the first wave. They went after the legends first. Now they're going at, They're going to slowly get everybody else. Wendy Williams. <laughs> they took hers too. So me and Wendy's uh, got hit for the same fucking thing on the same day, which means, which tells me that based on the amount of percentage you are on the site and how many people follow you, they're going after the biggest accounts first, which means Amy is going to be hit soon. Oh, yeah. And they're banning them. And then they're publicly saying, oh, we banned these people because they were disparaging. And they make us look like bad people. Yeah, they make you look racist. <clears throat> exactly. So you can't come out and say OnlyFans is fucking us up the ass again because they're like, no, we just don't want hate on our site. Oh, fuck them. So they disguise censorship as their push to make a welcoming environment. So they have officially banned all dirty talk unless it's deemed inoffensive to every group. <laughs> so any dirty talk Fucking you use stupid. that would offend a group will get you banned. And without warning or provocation or even notification, I didn't See, even know I was banned until the, my fans started hitting me on Twitter saying that my fucking profile was down. That's the thing that pisses me <clears throat> off is there is absolutely no accountability to what they do. Because how many times have you heard about people's Twitters being taken down? And they inquire why or how they can get it back. It and they don't better. even get a fucking response. It gets better. They froze my my assets. They, really? they took them. They took my money. We were just talking about that yes. last week. That's why I told you. I'm like, never let it accumulate because as soon as they ban you, they take whatever's left in your pot. I had over $600 in my payout. That's Be- fucking stupid. And they took it because their agreement says... And if these bitches read it, because I've been banned, this is my third time here for various bullshit that they never even told anybody about. They just expect you to know. I'm literally going and (laughs) cashing out right now. (laughs) Yeah, it says that if you are banned for not following their policy, they can seize your remaining assets on your profile because it is their site and those payments are made to them. They are simply giving you a commission and they freeze your commission 
off of what you've earned if you have been banned. So therefore, all $600 well, I had in my account is now there. If I got banned right now, well, now it's not because I've just submitted the withdrawal, but it was right at 600 bucks. Yep. See, mine was, I always cash out at 100 but the reason mine was at 600 is because I have so many followers. I had the 500 on hold mm-hmm. that they hold back two weeks before you can access it. And I was just trying to cash out my hundred. Oh, yeah. I have like 150 right now that's just waiting. Yeah. If they ban you tomorrow, it's gone. No. Nope. Well, at least they won't get all 600 too. Yeah. I have 500 being held back for the two-week thing. So I was about to cash out my hundred, and as soon as I tried it, that's when I went to another screen, which was a blank screen. I'm like, why won't they? They won't even allow you to access your money. You're done. They take it. They See, just steal your fucking be, money. There should be laws about that. I mean, if you go online and look up, uh, up OnlyFans, you'll hear all these testimonials from all these girls that have lost thousands of dollars because they were randomly banned, never even notified, and they just stole their money. <clears throat> Well, Nina's talking about other places to use. Now, I'll address that because you and I were talking about it. Fansly. Yeah. is a fucking nightmare. I know. I had to do the picture. Oh, I did too. But I sent it in and they're like, no, we won't accept this because I had put Raven Rocks instead of my legal name. Well, uh, I sent in all my shit and it won't go through. See, I got mine to go through, but then at first they were like, oh, what did they tell me? Some, I had uploaded something wrong, so they're like, you need to fix this. So then I fixed that, and then they came back like 20 minutes later, and they're like, your picture needs to say your legal name. And I'm like, fuck you, and I haven't gone back to it since. Yeah, Fansly have been giving me the fucking runaround. I've been contacting them because I can't get any of my shit to upload to get verified. <sighs> I follow all the rules in the format, the size. Everything. I haven't even gotten verified yet. Neither have I. Neither have I. I can't get fucking verified with Fansley. They have their shit so far out of whack. It's horrible. So I'm like, fuck. I was going to go to Fansley as the alternative because I looked up what's the best size, size only yeah. fans. But Fansley is just a fucking nightmare to try to get an account with. You guys don't know the shit we go through to let you see our naked asses. <laughs> and there's been a huge push for more and more paperwork. Uh huh. If you want to post a scene and then they're going to review it with a fine tooth comb and it's going to take two weeks to a month for yeah. it to even be okayed. Because they have to watch the entire thing looking for anything offensive. And you know what pisses me off? <clears throat> Here's, I got popped for a particular video. In this video, uh, I talk about racial degradation against white people, against myself. <laughs> but here's the kicker. Here's what really pissed me off. This video that I got banned for ha- had been on my profile that I had posted months and months ago. It had been on there for months. They didn't have a problem with it. When they took 80 videos, that's not one of them they took. So this guy hit me up in private message. So you know they went through them. So, well, they monitor your private messages. No, no. What I'm saying is if they removed 80 videos but not this one, you know they went through your videos. Yeah, so check this out. So it's a private message, which they also monitor. There is no privacy on OnlyFans. So guys, if you're doing private messages with the girls on OnlyFans, no OnlyFans does monitor them. So I I got a private message from this guy. He's like, do you have any race play content? 
And I said, yes, I make race play content. However, I, it depends on what race play content you're wanting. If you're <laughs> wanting me to degrade black people, then no, I've never made a video like that, nor would I ever, because it goes against everything I believe in. Mm -hmm. However, if you're talking about white degradation and black men being superior, I have a lot of race play shit on mine. <laughs> so he's like, I would like to see some. He's a member of my OnlyFans. It's already on my OnlyFans profile, but the only problem was I had over 600 videos. So I tell him, I'm like, they're all over the place. He says, yeah, but there's a lot to sift through. So I say, okay, well, you don't have to look. I'll just send it to you here in chat, and you can watch it right there. Yeah. Because it's already on my profile. He, he, he's trying to sift through 600 videos. So I send him one of my videos. It was the one where I'm talking about my prison time. <laughs> so, Bam. Immediately, I get banned on the spot for a private message of a video that only featured me because I was talking about shit. They were monitoring private chat they didn't like. That's how I got banned. See, people, this is the shit that we deal with that all these people who are so fucking gung-ho about child porn, they're just veiling everything they're wanting to do under child porn. Well, here's what upsets me. For years upon years in this business, we have been fighting censorship. That's mm -hmm. been the main, but now we have our own doing it. Yeah. We have many vids censoring videos. We have only fans censoring. We are getting censorship from our own people. It's like fucking Ice Cube. They're fucking traitors to their own people. Mm -hmm. uh, it, they're, they're censoring porn when porn is about fighting censorship, fighting for the freedom of posting what, if it's legal and con, uh, consensual, then it should be allowed to be up there. If it's legal and consensual, if it's consenting adults and it's a legal porn, there are many porns that are not legal, like bestiality, uh, snuff child films. porn. Yeah, th that's all illegal. If it's legal porn and consensual. There is no reason in the fucking world to censor that shit. Porn should not ever be censored if it is legal and consensual. Well, we're in the we're in the uh, woke era, where if one person finds something offensive, no one else can enjoy it because the one person. And just for all you fucking whiteies, <laughs> that is not what this country was based on. You guys are always talking about freedoms, but only freedom for you. Only the white people. They yes. only want freedom for white people. Like they've been denied it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they've been the victims this whole fucking time. So see what now, I'm doing. Now the only fans dynamic has changed a little bit for me because now this is funny, but it's become this way. I never intended it, but my website, Kimberhaven.com, Shameless plug there. <laughs> my my website has become the home of the fucked up Kimber shit. <laughs> it is where you can watch all the shit that was deemed too fucked up to be on any of the other porn <laughs> the sites. The Kimber porn behind, yes. the, be, <coughs> behind the curtain. Yes, because I have literally <laughs> had my videos banned on virtually every fucking porn site. So when they ban my shit on a porn site, it goes on my website, which has no censorship. I'll it's put my that stuff website. on my website, but I don't put it on anything <laughs> oh, else. Oh, my really fucked up shit? Yeah. I usually give you a heads up when I'm sending you something fucked up. I'm like, hey, this is one of my fucked up Well, ones. yeah, to the point where you're like, some of them you've been like, 
I don't know if I really want to send this to you, but if you want it, I'll be like, sure. And you're like, but it's really fucked up. <laughs> now, Token says this country was founded on slavery. I disagree. And I'll tell you why. This country was founded on theft, not slavery. Long before we fucked over the black man, we stole the Indian mm-hmm. shit and slaughtered them in millions because we took their shit by force and murdered them. So this country was founded on theft and murder, not on slavery. Slavery, unfortunately, was after the theft and murder. So we went from theft and murder to slavery. That is what the whole country's about. It's about stealing everybody's shit and enslaving you know, and putting everyone into servitude. I just thought of something. The two backgrounds I have is Irish and American Indian. <laughs> two very downtrodden yes. people. <clears throat> I mean, because I... I'm so removed from my Indian ancestry that I really don't consider. I wouldn't even dare consider myself Indian. However, you know, I'm not so far removed that I still remember my mom telling stories about my grandmother and her mom, my great-great-great-grandmother, something like that. That's how far back it goes. She was 100% Mohawk. Now, Token chimes in and says, <clears throat> theft of people. Now, I am, normally, I am normally always on the black man's side. However, this time, I'm not, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, black people, as shitty as they had it, had it better than the people before them, and I'll tell you why. Because when we brought black people over here, we want them to fucking do all of our work for us and work our fields. But with the American Indians, we didn't want to enslave them. We wanted to kill them. Yep. We wanted to put bounties on them. There was bounties where if you collected Indian heads, you got paid off. Yep. They were literally, they made a game of the Wild West to murder Indians. They weren't looking to enslave the Indian people. They were looking for genocide. They wanted genocide. They wanted to murder them. They were paying people to kill Indians. Well, and look at the most famous... Indian battle with, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Custer. They make out Custer's last stand as like the most epic, you know, odyssey tale of white people in the West. And it, had the Indians won, do you think it would have been written that way? And, you know, there were a lot of... <laughs> not, not that individual battle because they did win that battle, but... During, a, as a whole. During slavery, there was a lot of murder of black people. However, there wasn't a lot, a lot, because they were considered a valuable asset. They were probably... Well, yeah, you didn't have the military yeah. coming in and slaughtering an entire village. And, and you don't go out and demolish your own fucking car, beat the shit out of your own car. So slaves were not treated well. But they were treated to a point because they were considered an asset, a piece of property. So it's like your car. You'll give it some maintenance, the routine maintenance, but that's about it. But with Indians, American Indians, they were hunted for sport, for Mm -hmm. fun. I mean, in the Wild West, it was like it was a sport, a pastime to go kill Indians. 
go just fucking murder Indians. So it's, they weren't considered an asset. They weren't considered property or anything of value, period. The only thing that was considered valuable was the land they were on not them themselves. We saw black people and saw them themselves as a valuable asset. But with Indians, we saw no value in their existence. We just wanted their land, not them. Saw them them as as squatters. They were in the way. Yep. So we had to commit genocide and kill as many of the fuckers as we could. It was literally multiple races of people because they had different tribes that we just went across this land and murdered in cold blood to take their shit. Why talking about this do you have nipple hard-ons? Because it's fucking cold in here. <laughs> and I always have nipple hard-ons. Right? After my after my breast augmentation, but it's it's a little cold, but <laughs> I can see them right through your shirt from 8 feet away. So I have an observation I want to share it with you. I think the Narnia movies, do you like the Narnia movies? I I liked now you're gonna laugh. My mom read me a few times. Um oh what's the book? The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Now I liked the book. I watched the movies with my kids and I was like, I don't remember most of this. I, I just I think the Narnia movies It's um, a CGI vomit fest, like you say. I just think it's Lord of the Rings for preschoolers and retards. Uh, Narnia to Lord of the Rings. Why did you wait for me to take a drink before you said that? <laughs> Narnia to Lord of the Rings is like a battle among the stars to Star Wars. It's just, it seems like a preschool retard version of Lord of the Rings. Really just dumbed well, down. It's like God, Lord of the Rings dumbed down for idiots. It's Lord of the Rings for idiots, basically. Lord of the Rings for dummies. That's what it is. It's Lord of the Rings for dummies. Because even if you look at the books, I mean, fucking the books, I I got the collection in there. They're fucking enormous. And you know what what really boggles my mind? Who who got you those? Yes, thank you. Is (laughs) J.R. Tolkien was a fucking writer for children? Have you seen these fucking novels he wrote? (laughs) They have fucking foreign languages in them that he created. It's like, motherfucker. Now, see, that's the intellectual uh, sword and uh, sorcery but if you not too smart and you can't read on that high of a level and you want something really dumbed down you read lion the witch in the road or wardrobe and that's just a christian allegory anyway yeah the, the lion's supposed to be jesus fuck you <laughs> so let me ask you a question and i'm curious because you're white uh, you're a good good person to receive this question Okay. Because I'm just really curious. Do you know what critical race theory is? Oh, yeah. it's Because uh, a lot of white Republicans are rallying against it. I just want to know if you oh, understand fuck what you. it is. I'm not a Republican. Yeah, I know, but I want to see how many white people actually understand what it is. If I'm remembering right, it's not about the suffrage of blacks. It's, oh, what am um, you let me take a hit. Okay, here's the truth. <laughs> I I will educate you. Critical race theory <sighs> is a grad level course that is taught in law school. 
the entire oh i thought you meant what it was about yeah that is what know. it's about i'm I, about to explain yeah but See, i didn't the know Republicans that republicans have been lying through their teeth i'm going to tell you what it really is critical race theory is a grad level course taught in law school and it is simply a course that goes into laws that have been written based on race and even though they don't explicitly say oh, race, gotcha. the theory of how these laws in law school affect minorities. That's what critical race theory is. It's taught only in grad level law school, not in kindergarten, not in fucking grade school, not in our high schools. It's only a grad level course for lawyers to learn how certain laws impact minority groups more than other laws. That is all critical race theory is. It is a law class about oh how God. laws affect certain races. And it is only taught to fucking people in law school on the graduate level, studying for the bar. It is not taught to any children. It is not taught to any high school. It is a grad level super course for lawyers. That is just stupid. And that is the 100% truth of what critical race theory is. It's a lawyer class that you have to take to get your degree. It's like... Being an archaeologist, you have to take anthropology. And they make it sound like it's being taught in third grade. Yep. But that's honestly all critical race theory is. It is simply the name of a class taught in law school to grad students to teach them how certain laws in this country affect minorities more than other races and how laws, even though they don't say racial terminology, can be deemed as racial because of their impact on communities of color. And that's the entire course. It's just a college course. Like mandatory minimums for small amounts (laughs) of weed? And and our black guy token chimes in and says, you are correct on critical (laughs) race theory, Kimber. I'm always fucking correct. Because, you know, unlike Joe Rogan, I actually research my shit. No, you remember everything. But see, Joe Rogan fucking doesn't research shit or he wouldn't be an anti-vaxxer retard. No, he wouldn't. Did you see the way he reacted when that uh, one dude presented him with the... uh, He's like, no, I don't believe that's right. Yeah. (laughs) He looks it up on Google and the guy's right. He's like, I still don't believe it. It's like, Joe Rogan, you're a fucking moron. You do a lot of research for your show, bro. I don't get that either. I don't get that mentality that you can be... You can be wrong. There's nothing wrong with being wrong. But when somebody points it out to continue, Here, here's then my, it's just stupid. Here's my thing with our show. I feel a commitment to bring a certain, even though it's a comedy-based show, a certain level of integrity, kind of like The Daily Show. I will always give my opinion on an issue. But the facts I present on this show and share with our audience will always be correct. They will always be truthful facts, the best of my knowledge and research. I will give my opinion, my personal opinion on the matter. I'm opinionated on them. But the facts I present will always be the actual facts of the situation. I will not present alternative, alternate facts on this show. I'm, I'm just here for eye candy. And, yeah, that nobody sees. I, I turn your your letters over. I, I just, <laughs> I, I want to be honest with our, uh, see, the cool thing about this radio show is it gives us freedom that a lot don't have. And we can be honest with our feelings about this bullshit. And we can say what so many fucking people want to <laughs> fucking say. 
but we can do it. And you know, at home, they're like, fuck, I wish I could say that because everybody wants Aww, to. Oh, look what Token put. <laughs> you heard that in the <laughs> Daily Show. So, Thank you, Token. Uh, so actually, you know, I got to say, you girls always research every week. You bring your research of the articles you want to talk about. You've read through them. You've done your research. Oh, I did bring one. We're getting close to the end of the show, too. So what? what what is it? This interests me. Okay. Because okay. I've always been fascinated by all the pictures uh, that Hubble has done over the years. Maybe. Well... They recently launched the James Webb Telescope. Ah, oh, Jesus. This requires a toke. This going and well. it, <laughs> it finally, re, uh, like two days ago, released its first seven photos. Oh, my God. I don't oh, know. it looks can get me through this. fucking amazing. Hey, I'm sure yeah, we have, grab more I'm sure bed. we have, you know, universe nerds. How much punt do I need? Fuck to, you. To fucking... Take for this to be interesting. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get high enough for me to be interested in this. Hold on. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 going to tell your weed daddy. Uh, what are you going to tell him? Well, he brings his telescope over to uh, look at the stars with you. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure he would find this interesting. I look at the stars where I can get my weed. <laughs> I hate you. How do you hate me? Just say no drugs, kids. This is why I don't bring shit to the show because you're like, yeah, it's so boring. I gotta smoke lots of weed. <laughs> is that how I am? Yes. Is that how I do? Yes. Oh, it's so boring. I gotta smoke <laughs> lots of weed. That's the Kimber. Yeah. So Kimber's about smoking lots of weed. You're so I just give my two cents on your shit. Well, okay. I know that you're a big sci-fi nerd. Like, for example. <laughs> I've thrown out the name many times and many people would not know what the fuck I'm talking about. But every time I say it, I know you know exactly what it is. The Nostromo. Yeah. See, <laughs> but you're you're a sci-fi geek. You know what the Nostromo was. <laughs> but most people are like, the who to what? Is that a cream you rub on your sore foot? Give me the Nostromo cream. I would love one. Well, I'm trying to find you one. <laughs> so uh, let's comment. I would rather you build me one. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so let's comment a little bit about your surgery. Well, I tried to talk about it last week and you really didn't want to. So. Well, it's healed up. And I think it's funny that you can't close your mouth anymore. I can close my mouth. It doesn't matter because when you're around me, it shouldn't be closed anyway. That's not what it's for. Fuck you. It's meant to stay open around me. Now I'm super sensitive or super self-conscious about you looking at my lip. <laughs> so I, I, I also have my surgery. And now out. I'm like consciously trying to make my lips go together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have my surgery coming up. I'm getting a lower facelift and neck lift because I'm old as fuck. And it freaks me out. You've gone through it, uh, but it still freaks me out. Uh, the fact that they do not put you under. Now, I have not gone through a facelift yet. Yeah, but I mean, I know I won't feel the pain because they numb you, but I don't want to be awake when they're carving on my face. You know, the worst part of my upper lip lift wasn't even the surgery. They had to numb my nose in order to do the surgery. 
Nina knows what the Nostromo is. So he literally took a needle with Novocaine and repeatedly stuck it right where your nose meets your upper lip. Oh, oh my shit. God. At one point, he had to stop, stop because I sneezed eight times in a row. <laughs> and, and for everybody that has been listening to the show on a weekly basis knows that I'm super, super into Peacemaker right now. I think it's the fucking funniest, most entertaining, fun show on TV right now. Because it's original. And it's so fucking fun. Every episode is just fun. And um, I have to talk a little shit because I know it's coming to the end of the show. But I do have to mention that motherfucking Peacemaker made me and Lex's ball like babies (laughs) over a goddamn CGI animated goddamn eagle. Oh my God! There's a scene where John, uh, where Eagley gets hurt, and John Cena is in the fucking vet with him, and John Cena breaks down on, on screen, and then I'm breaking down, and Lexus is breaking down over a CGI <laughs> goddamn eagle, and I know in my mind is a fucking animated fucking eagle. It's a cartoon. It's not even there. That he's acting to nothing, but it's still getting me. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't expecting John Cena to be so good at acting, and he's well, literally making me fucking cry. You are back full on your hormones, so. Yeah, but I mean, if he was a <laughs> shitty actor like Arnold, <laughs> can you imagine how Arnold cries? Is You know it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know it sounds horrible. <laughs> You know, whoever was around him after the Maria Shriver breakup had to hear it all. You know, it had to be horrible. You threw a little Sylvester in there. So, so yeah, I was crying. I was bawling like a baby over fucking Peacemaker and the goddamn Eagly. I'm a full grown ass adult. You know, balling. I watched the first season of The Boys. I liked it. Yeah, but I then got like, old. Well, I watched like two episodes of the second season. And I was like, eh, yeah. and I haven't seen it anymore. <laughs> but with uh, Peacemaker, it's like, oh, it's oh so is fun. it out yet? Is yeah. it out yet? Because <laughs> it's so there's so much action and comedy. It's just a ride. And you know, they put out episodes weekly, unlike um, another TV show we know, uh, <laughs> Mandalorian. Yeah. I, I haven't even watched the <laughs> Boba Fett one. Mandalorian was great, but I was Mandalorian out. Well, <laughs> and they also were only putting out an episode like every month. Yeah, but you know. It's like when The Walking Dead first came out. I remember this because I was so excited. They released their initial like one or two hour episode on Halloween <laughs> And then didn't come out with another fucking episode for like six or eight months. It was well into the next year. What I love, okay, what I love so much about James Gunn and his writing style and how funny he is, is his abilities. Because he took a character who was a piece of human shit that literally (laughs) murdered the good guy in the last film. Then he starts a show and tells you, Point blank, this guy's a piece of shit. Shows you every way this guy's a piece of shit. And then evolves a story where you're rooting for this guy. <laughs> you're wanting this guy to get his 
his redemption. You're want you're rooting for the bad guy, and by the by the every episode's end, you're well, like, come on, peacemaker, you can do it. By this point, I don't even really consider him a bad guy anymore. Yeah, it's just the evolution of taking the worst piece of shit in the world and making him so goddamn lovable <laughs> where the whole audience is just rooting for him. <laughs> just wants him to to win because he's such the underdog fuck up. You just want him to catch a break. <laughs> and I'm telling you, the episode, the when they start off with him falling down the balcony and everything on the way down, but then later on when he gets his groove back and he leaps off the building and lands like a real superhero gets up and just demolishes a judo master i was like fuck yeah peace maker yeah he's gonna get his payback it just it gets you jazzed i get excited during the show i laugh during the show it's just it's fun it's so much fun i even cry it was the last episode i watched uh i haven't watched the last one yet but the one before the last one is where Eagerly gets hurt. And uh, that was the only episode I've cried in. But uh, yeah, it's even Shit, made me cry. You're crying. <clears throat> Next thing we know, you're going to be bottoming for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even think I'll have to clean up. Uh, if I put a Q-tip up there, it comes back clean, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to go much deeper than that. Come on. Now. I got a big ass. I'll get further than your sugar daddy from Cincinnati would. Ouch. Ouch. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of micro penises coming out of Cincinnati. Yeah. One of them from a black guy. Come on now. But he was a black guy cop, so that explains yeah. why he had a micro penis. He was a traitor to his own people. So. Not only was he a cop, but he was a cop that looked like uh, was his name Winslow. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he was not a pre-sight naked. <laughs> oh. I remember <laughs> you telling the story about how you did that so that Lana could get a pair of shoes or some yes. shit. <laughs> For she could have a nice birthday. Because I'm giving like that. Because I'm cool peeps. But anyway, I, it, it's time, right? Yeah, it is. We got to go. Time. So hopefully we, we get, uh, we. I noticed that, that Brian <clears throat> puts up the entire show, no matter how long it is. So we could go on for like <laughs> another hour. I'm glad he likes our show. <laughs> but anyway, peeps, we hope we entertained you, made you laugh a little bit. Maybe mention some things that got you thinking or told you some news that you're going to go check out and research on your own. Anything you ever hear from us, I no, totally encourage going you now. going and learning more about it. Believe us. <laughs> we're I want them to learn more we're about the We're on the, the radio. Show. But anyway, guys, later. We Bye, love guys. You. Peace. Hi, guys. I have some fun on there. Anyway, I'm going to suck your fucking dick. <laughs>